Did they know you were a rapper yet? Nah. Mm. No, but it's starting to get around at work. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of, my, one of my coworkers found my Instagram. No. Told another coworker. No, no. Another coworker, their daughter. I did, I did a show with their daughter when I got, uh, when they said I wasn't me at the door. <laughs> so, like, her mom works with me, and yeah, it's, yeah. You can't stop it, man. I'm just gonna let it happen, man. Yeah, just gonna let it happen. The only problem is when you is when you find those those aspiring rappers. Yeah, I, yeah, because you know, like I'm one of the only black guys there, and so <laughs> there's another there's another black guy, but he's awkward, and um, he makes music too. So like, hey, oh boy, you know, so and so he makes music. I'm like, right, con- congratulations. You know the other black guy who works here, right? Yeah, <laughs> y'all hang out, right? You got yeah, you guys should make a song together. Why? I mean, because you know. No people. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you guys could, yeah. No, I just, I just don't want to be the entertainment at whatever party, venue, event called. You don't Ooh. want to be at the at the at the company barbecue and you tell everybody to throw their hands in the air. Not at all. <laughs> You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on Twitter at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast. You can catch all previous episodes of Clock Radio Speakers at clockradiospeakers.com. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. And we're on 4th District. Shout out to 4th District. And we are everywhere you guys get podcasts at, um, except SoundCloud, because SoundCloud is still hanging on for dear life. Um, Doc's here. Yes, sir. What's What's going on? Uh, Everything's good. Uh, Y'all can follow me on Twitter at Doc Doc underscore Beats. If you want, But like Armand said, just follow the show. Um, no, no, man. I think good. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sort of mentally preparing for this weekend. I'm officiating someone's wedding. Really? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sadly, I won't have like the Sampletron 9000 so I can like, you know, drop, you know, drop flex bombs when the bride comes down the aisle, but you know, <laughs> well, know what I'm doing at my wedding. <laughs> that would be amazing. Come down the aisle. Honey, why is there a DJ? Shh, 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 shh. It's okay. <laughs> Don DeMarco's and just a whole bunch of stuff. Right, right. So it's pretty much just going to be, I'm going to be up there. We're going to read the script. Hopefully everything goes well. You know, I mean, it's well thought out and all that, but just like, man, it's a little, uh, a little stressful because it's, you know, someone's wedding day, man. Don't want to mess that up. Yeah. Yeah. Now you'll be, you'll be fine. I know. I know. Be fine. But no, (laughs) cause the guy, cause you know, the the couple asked me like the, it's the guy who was best man at my wedding. And I'm like, and you know, it's one of those things when you get married, married, there's, there's, you have like a lot of, lot of like brothers and or sisters on one side or another, like your, your wedding party quickly gets filled out with like people who have to be there. Yeah. And then, so you end up with like, well, I really want this person in my wedding or involved in my wedding, but wedding parties are kind of big and you sort of like, and I, you know, it's not like they chose me because, oh, you know, Dave's already like ordained or anything like that it's like no i'm actually getting like a one-day license on it like you know they were like hey we want dave involved in the wedding how can we get him involved like all that stuff and i appreciate that but it's also like man it's a lot of pressure uh 
Nah, you don't think so? I get it. I think you'll be fine. I I think think, so too. I mean, I think you make a, I think you make a valid point, but nah, you'll be fine. Weddings, man. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. Like, what are you, what are you going to do? Are you going to like all of a sudden just black out and pass out? Or are you going to like, you know, you have a script, so you'll, you know, you'll be fine. Or are you going to like, you know, (laughs) catch like a mean case of just random Tourette's and just say a bunch of crazy things that shock and startle everybody at the wedding? (laughs) I doubt it. You'll be fine. Uh, I'm going to start beatboxing and then, you know, um, <laughs> the gr- like groom, a, groom's going to really, really, really get in with a, with a hot 16. Yeah, but it's like a it's like an erratic beatbox that starts off as a beat, but then turns into like, I think I accidentally like swallowed a fly so <laughs> and it won't, won't, won't it work. Won't yeah, no. But no, uh, everything's, it's good, man. everything's good. How about you? How are you? I'm good, man. Just uh, busy. Just, you know, same old same school work. You know, church, uh, you know, trips to Ikea, saving mad money on on furniture, which is crazy. I, I see you've discovered the as is section at Ikea. Not that I've discovered. The difference is, is I've got a truck and I can actually take stuff home. Uh, that big, was that big was truck cool. series in full effect. Big truck series in full effect. Volume three hosted by Jadakiss. It's, it was super dope. Um, yeah. And just, you know. Getting everything ready for 40 days, man. 40 days. Very, 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 very soon. What is 40 days, Armand? 40 days is an EP that I uh, put together with a good friend of the show, Wes Pendleton. Um, I can tell you that it is five tracks. I can tell you that it will be available very soon on all digital outlets. And uh, you'll be hearing more about that um, in the coming days and weeks. Should be pretty dope. So... And as a precursor, that is not the album. Just an FYI, it is the EP. There is still an album coming before the end of the year. Okay. So yeah, we working. Working. Moving. Uh, I see you got some, you know you got the uh, I think the last time we talked you were you were you were you were worried about the bot situation with with the Kith sneakers. Oh boy, yeah. What happened? Um, so I mean, obviously you got them, but like, was it a you know let's let, let, let's uh, do do some follow up here? Like, all right. So this is what happened. So I, so I copped, uh, I shouldn't, whatever. All right. So I caught, I bought what was called an, uh, ATC service, oh. which is called, um, add to cart. Oh, so and <laughs> you bought the bot. No, I, I, I paid somebody to use their bot. Mm. So I basically gave them all my information. Um, you pay a fee depending on, um, the value or as the kids say, the hype of the item, you know, that's how much it is. So for example, Yeezys will, you'll have to pay anywhere between a hundred, $200, $200 extra on top of, you know, retail for the shoe. Um, in this case, it was only like $15. I of course did stupid research, found a really reputable site that, uh, people really liked. So I went with them. It was only 15 bucks and I ended up getting two pairs of sneakers. Two, two. You flipped the other one? Not yet. Hmm. Not yet. They're sitting, but I'm gonna. F- I'm not gonna flip them for anything crazy. Um, I essentially just want retail and shipping. Like I don't. I'm not because the. I mean, the market value is going down anyway. Because that's kind of what happens with a lot of kids stuff. Like resellers eat it up, and it doesn't hold its value. Most of it doesn't hold its value, and it eventually they because the kids who flip it are trying to cycle their money out every week. They're essentially paying. Um, they'll sell it back to you for, I don't know, $20 of retail, $30 of retail, which essentially means they break even 
with all the work that they put in. It just it just doesn't make sense. The the bot market and the resale market is really, really, really stupid, especially nowadays with, you know, sneaker companies and, and street brands and all that stuff. They let the resale hype get up. And now they have basically they're charging. So essentially for Jordans, they're you're paying resale for regular Jordans. And so now that kind of kills the hype. You're paying that you're paying that value and then they've flooded the market. So now they know that they can pretty much wait on them. Ultra Boost is sitting. Jordans are sitting. Everything's sitting. Very few pieces um, are, you know, selling out instantaneously compared to how it was two years ago or a year mm, ago. Interesting. Um, so what Jordan is doing now is Jordan, it, Jordan is going to cut their production values about 40%. So what Shoe now... Um, I think the the threes that are coming out All Star Weekend, there was going to be about I think they said six to seven hundred. Now there's going to be about four hundred thousand pairs, which sound like a lot, but when it's one of the more coveted models, they're going to go immediately. So it's going to be back to you know people running in malls and cutting people off, and they're going to bring that back because Jordan is losing its uh its exclusivity tag. Um, because Adidas, you know, has Yeezy has kind of jumped over the jump man, low key. Um, so they're doing that to sort of bring back the prestige or whatever have you. So, yeah. But as far as the Pippins go, they're really dope. They look even better in person and on my feet. Like I'm very happy with the purchase. They're super, super dope. Um, and yeah, shout out to Ronnie. There you go. Yeah, man. So what are we talking about? Are we whose album is out? Are we what gonna? Is- oh- <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. Are we gonna have? Are we gonna do follow up from the last episode? Because we didn't do an episode last week, right? Um, but you know, last week we talked Macklemore, Lecrae, and Rhapsody, right? Um, and so, do we want to get into sort of everything that that has happened since then from that show? Yeah, we could do that if you want. Okay, let's knock that out. So, um, I'm actually shocked that we didn't get backlash for not being crazy about the Rhapsody album. I'm not, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I haven't seen anybody else say what we said about the album. Everybody else has, has said that the album was great. So for, for us to be like, eh, and then for people to not be like, Oh my God, you're crazy. I'm, I'm kind of shocked. Um, we, we, we've been, <laughs> we've had, um, you know, burning steaks thrown at us for less. True. True. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I th- I think people spent, got all their ire out of this when we asked the question on Twitter about how we <laughs> how we treat CHH artists. But um, no, I don't know. I think the I think the Rhapsody album is. I think people like it, but I don't think people are like living and dying for it. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think it's kind of a low, like it's kind of a weak moment in music right now. So it's it's really standing out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially for the, us older heads, right? Because it's just not, you know, it's why we're talking about what we're just going to like riff and talk about all sorts of random stuff this week. But like, there's, you know, just not any big albums out, not any big projects out, like little stuff dribbling out here and there. And, but, you know, I don't know. I think, um, I think people liked it and they even liked it a lot, but it didn't like inspire that like crazy passion from people, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 But I think they are treating it like it is Mm. when, you know, when you hear nine, I mean, I follow ninth on Instagram and, to hear him speak about this album, he's speaking, he speaks of it as if it, as if the, the hip hop community has deemed it as a classic. 
and they put all this work into it and they are reaping the benefits of, um, you know, everything that it doing, whatever it takes, whatever they had to do to make a classic album that will stand the test of time and that it's one of, if not the best hip hop album of the year. We should we should just slow up just a little bit because it's I mean, it's not a classic album. Come on. No, not not by any stretch. Right. It does it make it on. Does it? I think it makes it on a lot. I think, again, people love Rhapsody is a clear cut idea of what people want to represent. And this is not to say that Rhapsody isn't talented. It's not even to say, as you said, like the album's not good, but Rhapsody hits a lot of checkpoints. So she's she's a woman. She's a woman. She's a black woman. She does hippity hop. Um, She's the antithesis of what we've seen from female MCs in the last two years. So she's not Cardi. She's not Nikki. She's not putting herself out there. She's not exploiting her body. You know, she's just straight beats and rhymes. The things that she's talking about on the album, um, you know, reflect what's going on in the culture. You know, it's just a lot. She hits a lot of checkpoints. And I think because she hits a lot of checkpoints, people are like, yes. And the album's not trash. So I think because of that, it looks like it's supposed to be this thing. But when we break it down, is it really that thing? I, I don't I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like to hear that Ninth is saying that stuff. I mean, I would expect him to say that stuff. Like Absolutely. That's, that's that's what he's supposed to do. This is his artist. Absolutely. He's all over this. Right. Say, it uh, sounds like a Ninth Wonder album. I mean, it just it sounds like his ideas. As someone who's followed Justice League and Little Brother since 2000 and what, two? Yeah. You know, I think you and I both have a, a, a decent idea of how, I mean, listening to Murr's albums and Buckshot albums, like, it's obvious that Ninth putting it nicely executive produces the projects that he produces or that he sure. makes beats for. So you can tell it was like, and I even think him and Merce fell out because Ninth was so controlling. Merce didn't feel like the projects were his. I've, I could have swore he said that somewhere. Um, but you can hear even on the Buckshot albums, like he wanted Buck to rhyme over his tributes to Boot Camp Click Productions. Right. And it wasn't just like, okay, who was Buckshot in 2000? And when, the, when did those projects come out? Seven, six? Right, because it, it was Sean P. Right. Yep. Now I just want to hear Heartburn. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do we need to do a definitive 15 Knife Wonder? That's interesting. That would be interesting. Hmm. I mean, or not, definitive 15 just Little Brother Justice League. We could. I mean, the pro, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, do we, do we, do we ever do a retro? Yeah, we did a retro. Did we do a Little Brother retro? Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah, pretty sure. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> we got to search our own website. Pretty much. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We sure did. Little Brother Knife Wonder retro. Huh. Oh, so somebody put that on the collie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh God. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna click I'm gonna close that with the quickness. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been almost two years since we did that. There we go. Uh, and then somebody says somebody said, let's pray the doc doesn't nitpick knife drums the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I guess anyway. Um yeah. so yes, yeah, so we talked about Rhapsody. Um anything with Macklemore? Sounds like why they hate. I'm sorry, I'm still in the college. Just close that tab, sir. Yeah, because they're already they're already going in on us. All right. Uh, did I hear anything else about Macklemore? No. Um, did he have the number one hip hop album? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, it wasn't like wasn't like a massive hit, but that's kind of what happens with these number one albums now. Like, someone's got to be number one every week. Right. Right. <laughs> right. 
So yeah, he was the number one album. Um, it looks like they're pushing Willy Wonka, right? Yep. Which it looks like the same. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we we called on the show. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like Macklemore is one of those artists that could do two singles at once. He could do Willy Wonka and try and get on urban radio, or it could be the token hip hop record on pop radio. But he's just got this whole line of well produced pop hip hop pop singles that are just ready to go. Like he could put out any of those records and at least you know tie them to a a, a Toyota commercial. So it's true. But yeah, shout out to him. Congrats to him. Um, we should try. Lecra- oh, go ahead. No, you. Now go ahead. You were gonna say Lecrae. Yeah, but what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, and we should also shout out Cardi B, who still number one. Yeah, three weeks. I, that's that's crazy. I mean, you know, people love the song. That's crazy. And also, and you know, it's gonna sound like I'm knocking it again. Nothing's really like emerging to like knock it out. You know. Yeah. The um. Well, the the J Balvin record is probably gonna be number one, if not next week, then the week after. The uh, what's it called? I don't know who. <laughs> I don't know about Post Malone, bro. Rockstar, Post Malone, and uh, Twenty One Savage. Okay. But yeah, the J Balvin record is is climbing fast. Yeah, I mean Beyonce jumped on it, um, and yeah, yeah, I think that'll be number one because it, it's a uh, it's number three this week, right? Yeah, and and we should shout out Logic. Why is that? Because one the, the I mean what what you and I just called the suicide record, but you know one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Um, is number four, like on the pop charts. I was gonna say in hip hop or pop. Pop. Wow. For Logic. Wow. That's 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 it for him. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. <laughs> no, but really, it's just. I mean, no, this no, is no, an no, interesting no. moment for Cardi, just because, like, not even just in the world of hip hop, but like in the world of music in general. Like, you know, that Taylor Swift record kind of came, and it's still in the top five, but it's also on the way down now, and you know. Yeah. What else is going on? Like, who's going to drop right now? You know, yeah. it all feels very just like kind of coasting along. And sometimes music goes through stretches like that. You yeah. know, you and I have been really critical of this year, but like there was some lean years in the mid 2000s. I'd still say the mid 2000s were the worst period in hip hop history. The YT, the YT era, the snap era was just like that was a dark time for me. Um, so, yeah. And, and, and my laugh wasn't to, you know, um sort of backhandedly give Logic a compliment <laughs> just because of, you know, our episode. But no, 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 like I'm, I'm legitimately happy for him. I was just laughing that like, you know, people will listen to our show and think that because we don't like a project that it's like void of, you know, it just doesn't have the potential of being successful. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know. That's not necessarily true. Like, or, or we hate these artists and we don't want them to be successful. Right. Not true. Which, At all. No. Um, but albums don't matter as much. As much then a show like what we do, we kind of feel like we sometimes feel a little drift, you know? Like we're sort of in between major projects and it's like, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Like again, hip hop has turned to that place where it's about, music and just popular culture is not only about what happens, but it's about people's response to what happens. Oh man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, and we're, I'm sure we're going to talk about that today. Yeah, but. I was going to say, are we ready? Are we going in already? I mean, we. I, I still want to talk about the Lecrae stuff first. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk and then about we that. Can, then so we can go there. So, we need the Lecrae stuff. What are you talking about, Armand? So okay. So we reviewed uh, all things work together. Um, we weren't crazy about it, and then somebody sent a tweet out that you know accused you of only liking faith based music that was mine. And you 
being the the optimistic gentleman. Like I said, we have turned. We did uh, WrestleMania 13. I am now the heel. Like I'm Bret Hart putting you in the sharp shoulder shooter, and you were stone cold with blood pouring down your face. You didn't tap out. You passed out, and now you're like a good guy. So you retweet. You say, "Hey, is this a legitimate critique?" And for the rest of the week, Clock Radio Speakers was on fire with all different types of varying opinions. And it was really interesting. Thank you to everybody who did submit their feedback. We got everything from, you know, you guys, are, you know, it's, it's a legitimate critique to, yeah, you guys are really hard on stuff to Armand is trash to, you know, like just crazy, just craziness. So, I mean, I guess, where do you want to start? Like, what do you, you want to address? Well, we could just, I could just ask you the question. I mean, so... Do you think that we are, do you feel like we are, whether purposely or not purposely, do you feel like we are, are quote unquote, hard on CHH records? So here, here was my question. My, my question was, well, what Christian hip hop projects have we reviewed in the history of clock radio speakers? So we've reviewed every Lecrae project from church clothes. So we've done all three and then the three, I think three albums that came from that. So anomaly rehab or now, I don't know, whatever three they are. Um, we did Show Baraka's Talented 10th. We did, uh, we did Taylor's album. We kind of did Chris's album. We had like a, you know, a different type of show. We did the Elevationist album. Uh, you know, we've had different guests, like we've had Jay Givens on the show. But now I was thinking, I was like, well, what else, what else did we review? Uh, yeah, we haven't, you know, we don't always review. We've, we've, We've done it from time to time, but I think that's 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 a pretty that's pretty close to a good list. Yeah, yeah, and there's so there's those aren't the only. That's a very very small pocket um, of where there was the one episode that we had Cambino, Dre Murray, and and Yavis on the show, um, and I think you you said on the show that you like Dre Murray's out of the Dre Murray's album out of the three, and I think that was a uh, the Gold Rush period. So that was Gold Rush. Is that the Gold that's Rush right. album? That's right. Um, that's that was yeah, that was a while ago. That was twenty. 14, 13? Yeah. Something like that. So that was a while ago. So I guess my question was like, that's a very, for us to say you, for people to say you always and you never, like that's strong language. They teach you that in relationships, if you're arguing with your significant other, you should never say you always and you never. Um, so I'm thinking like, okay, so are we always this hard? And then who do we actually like? Like, you know, we both liked the latest, uh, both projects from Chris are from Kristen Gray. Um, we both had varying opinions on the Elevationist album that came out this year, as well as Taylor's In the Way of Me. We actually reviewed Taylor's project with him on the show, <laughs> and I was harder on it than you were. Yeah. Um, but but I think the perception is that for the folks that y- that are like within X number of degrees of Armand, that we are easier on them. Yeah. And, and I guess I try to be, and here's my problem. I think my problem is that sometimes I'm too transparent for my own good because sometimes I feel like people, I think that people are mature enough to handle transparency and I'm learning as I'm getting older and deeper just into life into my faith that they're not. So when I say things like, well, I'm biased, you know, I'm biased because Jay Gibbons, for example, Jay Gibbons uh, did an interview this or last week and it was a phenomenal interview. And so when he talked about the things that was going on with Chris and his addictions and stuff like that, I'd set when I was in L.A. last year, I sat down and had a conversation with him where he talked about all the stuff he talked about in that interview and more stuff that that didn't get discussed. 
So when I hear the music, I'm hearing things that the average listener isn't hearing because I'm privy to this person's life. So I'm seeing God move on their behalf in just a different way. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm there when all the stuff go is going on behind the scenes um, or not even just the, the bad stuff, just when life happens and I see people respond to them in a certain way and I see God move like for real. And I see the music that come and I hear the music that comes out of it. And I'm sitting and I'm having conversations with these people so I know where they're going. You know what I'm saying? And to see them come out of situations that at one point looked like they weren't going to be able to come out of them. So, yeah, I'm biased. So if that makes me a bad critique or a bad review, and if I don't and me prefacing that is saying, hey, I'm privy to stuff that the average listener isn't privy to. So I'm listening to it with different ears. If you still can't like hear that and beyond that and whatever else, like then I don't I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. And I'm not going to change up how I listen to other people's music for this podcast for my friends. I'm just not. If it's whack, I'll tell them it's whack. And <laughs> you can ask anybody that I've done a song with that verse wasn't it or that song wasn't it. What were you thinking when you did that? I'm, I'm that. And they're that for me as well. So, you know, yeah. It is, it is what it is. So I'm, I, don't, I don't feel any ways about that. And if that makes people upset, then so be it. I don't care. One of the, one of the common things that was sort of, me- I shouldn't say common, one of the things that I saw mentioned a couple times in the feedback as sort of trying to put this in context is a little bit in line with what, with, with what you said earlier. Like we haven't really talked a lot, but also sort of a larger comment of maybe the subsection of, of artists that we have reviewed, you know, it, it very well might be that there are like if we had if so maybe do we need to have a, <laughs> a CHH corner? Do we need to have a Christian hip hop episode where maybe you guys tell us, you oh know, boy. maybe there's albums that come out in 2017 and say we'll review these projects and we listen to them? Do y'all want that? I would definitely love to hear feedback on that. I mean, on the one hand, considering that music's a little slow these days, could be an interesting episode. On the other hand, I'm not gonna lie, if we do it, like y'all better y'all better give me some good stuff because. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sit. No, seriously. And I would say, I would say about like music of any genre too, right? Like we are. I mean, we are. I mean, it's sort of a common, almost like a joke about the shows sometimes, where it's like, oh, you know, they, you know, they just say everything's, eh. But it's because like we want music to be great. So when music, when we feel, and yeah, we have a particular opinion because of the fact that we make music and that we came up from a certain era and we have certain biases and all that. And like, I acknowledge all that up front, but like, I'm, you know, just because like, this is the music that's out and popular. I feel absolutely no obligation to like it ever. Um, and you know, so I I feel like we are always hard on all music. Yeah. Right. But I mean, but at this, we almost, it's almost to the point to where like, it's ignored the stuff that we really do like, you know what I'm saying? Like we loved, well, I loved 444. We loved Tyler's album. Loved Loved it. it. I loved, I loved Kendrick's album. Yeah. Scissor's album's really good. Scissor's album's dope. We talked about Daniel Caesar. But this, but you know what? Even saying this, it, it this feels like that I'm not racist. I have three black friends. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll take that. Like. I'll take that. Um, but that's but that's corny. But I agree. Like, you know, my schedule in my life is getting tighter and tighter. And if you follow me on IG stories, I've been listening to I've been listening to a lot of 90s and early 2000s hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to hear music that is original. And I'm not even just talking about Christian hip hop. I just mean in general, because we haven't reviewed a lot of albums, but there's been, you know, music has come out. Just some of it is like, I don't know if you guys want us to listen to stuff just to say, well, this is not for me. 
I think we're coming into everything that we listen to, op, you know, um, optimistically, if that's a word, or from an optimistic standpoint. There, now, there has been episodes like, I mean, shoot, even episodes that were like all slender. So like the Slaughterhouse episode, <laughs> the, the Fuji's retro. I mean, I think we might have forewarned y'all about the Fuji's episode, especially with, you know, our longstanding history with Prize, the, friend the, of the show. There, there, there was, that was done with love. If that's that was <laughs> but a record like um like like the slaughterhouse album we didn't know that album was going to be hilarious we didn't know those are four mcs that i love i'm hoping for the best and it was a funny album so they caught these jokes so i don't know i i would love to i agree with doc i would love to hear feedback if you guys want us to do like a specific christian hip-hop episode you know what i'm saying like Tweet us, um, tweet at CRS Podcast, and uh, let us know some projects that came out this year that you would like to for us to review. And don't send us yours. So yeah, I feel we've been very meta for the past like twenty minutes in the show. Uh, we were really talking have. about the show, but it really has it's been kind of trash too. Uh, wow, I mean, Har- harsh on the show. I mean, I I just hate the fact that we almost feel like we have to explain ourselves. It's just it's just kind of corny. I mean, look, I, I except to say I like that people gave us feedback. Like, no, and, totally, and, and that's we, not and yeah. And I'm happy to like address it and sort of say like, look, like, you know, I I don't know. I don't feel like I'm. I don't go into listening to a CD. I mean, I'm being honest. Like, I don't I don't like go into a Lecrae album thing and well, let me be extra hard. And you mentioned a name that I do want to talk about. Yes, sir. Uh, Big Crit is coming out October 27th. Let's talk about your man Critical. A double album. Mm. Completely independent. Mm. Uh, what is it called? Forever um, is a long time. Forever is a long A double album called Forever is a long time. Mighty long, <laughs> mighty long time. Mighty long time. That's a very that's a very southern title. Definitely. Even though I, anytime I hear it, I think of Jay on the Diamonds remix. <laughs> so now, have you heard any of the records that um, that he's leaked? I have not. I have not. So he's got a record called Confetti, and he's got a record called uh, Keep the Devil Off Me. Um, Confetti is dope. Mm. Confetti's super dope. It's just a classic Big Crit record. The beat is dope. There's a beat switch on the second verse that's really, really dope. And Crit is Crit. Is crit. And I think it's one of those things where Crit has been silent for so long. To hear classic Crit is just good. Um, and then... The other record, Keep the Devil Off Me, he actually shot a video for. It sounds like a Christian hip-hop record. It's got an old gospel record. It's got an old gospel sample on it. Um, very, very strong. The, the hook is the selling point, obviously. The hook is really strong. Um, the beat is dope. And, I mean, the, the, honestly, his verses are all cadence and flow. Like, I've, I've heard it a handful of times, and I can't really, like, pick out much of what he's saying. But it's, it's something to going along to get along so we can get back to the hook because the hook is so strong. But to say that I'm not interested in hearing this album would be a lie. I'm, I'm actually a little bit excited to, to hear new big crit music. Cause I mean, we called it the beginning of the year. It's time for crit. And I, I mean, he has a rec. He has, he has, a, he has, a, a, he has my sub part four. Oh, is the, is the track list out? Yeah. Oh shoot. Hold up. Where's where are you seeing it at? Uh, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll just I'll, here. I'll, I'll put it in, put it in. I'll, I'll just I'll send you a message. <laughs> but he's got my uh, my sub four. Okay. Ride with me. Ox chord. So clearly we're gonna get at least a handful of of crit talking about his car, which I would expect no less. Of course. But it's only it's twenty it's double album, but it's only twenty two tracks. Uh huh. But when you look at this link, so there's 
there's two there's two cover arts, right? I assume one for each disc. Yeah. Right. And now look at the cover art and then look at that track listing for the second disc. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You see it. Mm-hmm. You see it. Higher High calling, calling price, price of fame, fame right? The light, light bury me in gold. gold. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, isn't that interesting? <laughs> seems like somebody. Seems like somebody is a. Uh... I don't know. It's hard. It's 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 hard to say what he's doing because we can't judge motive. But <laughs> it looks like what it looks like. Which would be what, Armand? Um, I mean it. If this looks like this is going to. This obviously has a religious theme to it. Yeah, one hundred percent. The second disc definitely seems to. I mean, look at the yeah. cover art for the second disc. Exactly. It's the it's the praying hands. These these are the things that that bother me as a Christian artist. That like artists who aren't necessarily in like the Christian hip hop genre can do and they won't be looked at as corny. Now, if Lecrae or if any other established um, Christian hip hop artists did this cover, they would get clowned to oblivion. By who? Just the audience. Like, oh, that's corny, man. Like, why are you praying? Nobody prays like that. Right. I, I think, <laughs> but, I but it's think- like, it's like over, it's, it's amazing. It's like, it's overt symbolism, but I think, with everything being so great area this year, you, Chance, Kendrick, like everything is like, is it or isn't it? You kind of need to be overt if this is, if you're trying to go down that lane, you need to draw a clear line. Mm. So the days of, oh, of wanting to relate and all that stuff, like the days is kind of over, bro. You're going to have to like state your piece. State your name, youngster. State your name. <laughs> <laughs> Young one. <laughs> ATL shout! Oh my god! Oh boy! You completely threw me off with that World War Three reference. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm interested in hearing this album. Very, 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 very interested. You got to hear Confetti, man. I almost want you to hear it on the show. Should I Should I listen to it right now? Why not? Okay. At least At least hear a piece of the first verse and then skip to the second to the second verse to hear the B switch. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hmm. That's hilarious. Now I want to hear Keep the Devil Off. Go ahead. I mean, go ahead. Play it. Hmm. Interesting. Very so, interesting. Hmm. Okay. Didn't want to listen more than just a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what Crit does. Yes. So that, that, that was... No, so what he said completely independent. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming no sample clearances. <laughs> well, and yet there's clearly samples on that. That's what I'm saying. Like he's he's using samples that he's probably not going to clear unless he has to, uh, or like, he'll clear them, or he'll clear them himself versus going through the yeah, the, yeah, the whole that's, that, that that's clearly what it'll be. And I think it's probably a different ask when it's an independent label versus when you have when when it's somebody from Def Jam Records. When it, when it says Def Jam on the caller ID, yep. The other company's like, oh, the price is yeah, six hundred thousand dollars. Yes, um, but it looks like he's got distribution through BMG. There you go. Okay. Any other music yeah, stuff aside from Big Crit? Uh, I think we're okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we're good. I think uh, I think we can go ahead and talk about. Oh, I forgot. I forgot to. Uh, I forgot to to talk about my uh, the Francis and Lights concert I went to. Oh, yeah. what was it? The, the same that it was with all other 15 Francis and Light concerts you've been to? Man, please, come on. No, um, 
the new theme music for Keeping Up with the Kardashians is uh, is Francis and the Lights. Really? So I, I had to ask about it that was hooked up through Kanye. And I was curious as to like, because, you know, I was like, I'm like, well, how does I'm trying to think of the process? Because I'm thinking, was it like, you know, they uh, they say they want something and you go through. But actually, they were like commissioned to do it. Wow. And I was like, huh. Kanye. Yeah. I was like, well, good for them. Because I, I made the joke of like getting that e-money, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, the show was uh, show was really dope. Um, he uh, he's you know, it's interesting because like he he has now like really two very distinct group fans. He has the fans who know him for the work he's done recently, plus his association with Chance. And then he's got the diehards. Yeah. Right. The fans who've been around a while. Yeah. And so for the fans who've been around a while, like he played a record. Um, oh man, I can't even think of the title of it right now. Um, Knees to the floor. Drive me crazy. No, uh, called the Modern Promise. Right. Uh-huh. And so he did that, but he played it like just like no drums, no nothing, just him live, like just him playing live on the synth. And he's like, alter- he's like messing with the tempo and kind of slowing it down. And I'm sitting there like nerding out because I love the song. And I'm like, yo, except the song is from 2010. Right, right. So all these people who came along on the, the oh Francis is the guy who works works with the chain rapper and Bonnie Vera, right? Right. Uh, who came along on that chat train? You could you could tell we're like I mean they liked it, but I, I was like afterwards I was like I asked him I was like how many people do you think actually know that song though? He's like I know I know it's crazy, and that's got you know that that that's a that's an interesting problem for artists who hang around long enough, right? Especially yeah. somebody like him who has had these like small little like moments in his career. And then now he's got like a thing going now, you know, like how you got creating your set list becomes really kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but no, it was really, you know, uh, he kind of wove in some, some, some new stuff that I heard before, but like some stuff that's unreleased. And then, and, um, he actually, he actually his, uh, it out over this too. Um, the intro that he comes out to is, um, Cashmere Cat, who's a producer who does a lot of pop stuff, but also did a lot of, did, has helped Kanye in a bunch of stuff. Um, basically did like this crazy beat that's like a custom it's like basically it samples one of francis's own songs or whatever so he kind of comes out to it mm. and i heard that and i was like mm. it's like how do i <laughs> flex grow i was like how do i find that beat but um but no it was a really good show it was a really good show really tiny you know it's how new york is it's like one of those really tiny places with like you know there's like a balcony up top but it's super crowded and yeah no, it was uh it was really dope we hope you enjoyed side a of this week's episode Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.